an end and a beginning, the end of his earthly presence on earth. As we hear in the gospel, they're all gathered together and he's giving them this blessing, his final departing words to them. Then as we hear in our first reading, he's ascending into heaven. And yet, what happens? There's these two gentlemen standing next to them. Why are you looking up to heaven? Get the job done. Get out there, start doing your job, is basically what they're selling. That command that these two angels gave to the disciples is what we are given in our birth. We are challenged to go out into the world and share this good news that we've received. But they weren't to do it just from their own gifts. They were going to be given an extra gift. As the Lord says, in a few days, you're going to be filled with a great gift. The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and give you everything you need to be able to proclaim his word. The gift of Pentecost next weekend. The the scent of the Holy Spirit upon the disciples giving them the courage and strength that they needed to be able to go out into the world. And what a challenge they had, going to distant places and knowing that most likely they would be martyred for the words that they would say. We know that 11 of the disciples were martyred. The only one that was saved from that corruption was the beloved John the one who would take care of of his mother. How well do we recognize the gifts that we've been given? Each and every one of us has been given a gift. The gift of the Holy Spirit. There's no greater gift. That Holy Spirit that comes to us every time we come to Mass, when the Holy Spirit descends upon these gifts, transforming the bread and the wine into the body and blood of Christ. That we can receive the Lord himself. We take the Lord into our own bodies to bring us everything that we need. As we celebrate the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit in just three weeks to imagine the grace that comes because the Creator, God the Father, chose to create us, to give us life, and then for Him to send His own Son to give us the redemption that we need, that He takes upon Himself all of our sinfulness so we could have eternal life. Then the great sanctifier, the Holy Spirit, It comes upon us in our baptism, in our confirmation, and every time we gather together as a body, he's present to us. That's why we begin each service. We begin our prayers in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit because we need all three persons of the great Trinity to give us everything that we need. And he never abandons us. There are times in our lives when we step back and say, God, are you really there? 
He doesn't say, no, I'm not there. He's there. He gives us himself completely, freely. And that's the great wonderment of our God, that he's always there for us. He never, ever abandons us, even in the darkest moments of our lives. Let us be open to that spirit working in our hearts to give us the vision to see clearly the challenges that are before us, but they're always given everything else that we need. He'll give us the words that we need. He'll challenge us at times to reach out our hand and say, I'm here to help you. To give that smile to someone who looks really down and out giving them a little spark to have those words of encouragement and strength. He gives us everything we need. Let's listen to this word. Let's receive the light of Christ to be that light, that spark for someone else, to encourage them to live the gospel that we challenge within our families, our community, and our whole world through our prayer and our devotion to our loving Savior.